Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Where the dawn of the east meets the twilight of the west and the cool of the north touches the calm of the south and the transcendent power of God touches earth in the humility of love. Here and now where the head of the Charles reaches out to the heart of the country, we gather for ordered worship. The liturgy, music, and homily are often this offered this day in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here within Mars Chapel for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership and service in our midst. And as the Spirit moves come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. On this commencement weekend, as is our custom, we celebrate today the Boston University Baccalaureate 2018 and with delight welcome to our worship leadership our president, Dr. Robert A. Brown, our provost, Dr. Jean Morrison, and our 2018 Baccalaureate speaker, the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, Carmen Juline Cruz Soto. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
Let us pray. Dear Lord, help us to spread your fragrance wherever we go. Flood our souls with your spirit and life. Penetrate and possess our whole being so utterly that our life may only be a radiance of yours. Shine through us and be so in us that every soul we come in contact with may feel your presence in our souls. Let them look up and see no longer us, but only you. Stay with us, and then we shall begin to shine as you shine, so to shine as to be a light to others. The light, O Lord, will be all from you. None of it will be ours. It will be you shining on others through us. Let us thus praise you the way you love best, by shining on those around us. Let us preach you without preaching, not by words but by our example, by the catching force of the sympathetic influence of what we do, the evident fullness of the love our hearts bear to you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. A lesson from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. The word of the Lord.
Please join me in reading responsively from Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. A lesson from Paul, Epistle to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 to 2 and 9 to 13. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. The words of the Lord.
We welcome as our baccalaureate speaker this morning, Ms. Carmen Juline Cruz Soto. She is the mayor of San Juan and a former member of the Puerto Rico House of Representatives and an active advocate for immigrants, the LGBTQ community, the deaf community, children with functional diversity, and those who have struggled with gender-based violence. She was recently named one of the 100 most influential people of 2018 by Time magazine. She first drew international attention in the aftermath of Hurricane Maria, which devastated Puerto Rico. While marshalling the island's scant remaining resources, she also advocated relentlessly on behalf of the Puerto Rican people facing down government bureaucracies that were often inefficient and that seemed at times uncaring. Her repeated insistence, this is not about politics, this is about saving lives, galvanized numerous non-governmental organizations and private companies in support of the recovery effort. Even before entering politics, her focus was on people, in the private sector, she rose rapidly in human resources at Westinghouse, Colgate-Palmolive, Banco Popular de Puerto Rico, Cellular One, Scotiabank, and the U.S. Treasury Department. Ms. Cruz earned a B.A. in political science cum laude from Boston University. She also holds a master's degree in public policy from Carnegie Mellon University where she received the first Barbara Jenkins Award for having a positive impact on the quality of life of other students. Her humanitarian work has been recognized with numerous awards, including the Martin Luther King Jr. Center's Humanitarian Leadership Award, the Antonio Villaraigosa Leadership Award, and the AIDS Healthcare Foundation Humanitarian Award. For good measure, she was also a record-shattering sprinter in high school. <laughs> Today, Ms. Cruz continues to work for the recovery of San Juan and Puerto Rico and to pursue her vision of public service, not just for the people, but with the people. She prefers to be called Juline, so will you give Juline a warm Marsh Chapel Boston University welcome. been in a situation so overwhelming, so devastating and so difficult that you have no idea how things are going to turn out. You do know one thing, no matter what, nothing will ever be the same. You know that literally you're in the fight for your life. And in the midst of all that chaos, you must answer a profoundly personal question. What are you prepared to do? That happened to me eight months ago today, as my fellow Puerto Ricans and I began to face the aftermath of the devastation inflicted upon us by Hurricanes Irma and Maria. I spent the night with 685 people, families who sought refuge in the largest shelter in Puerto Rico. That was to become their home for the next several weeks and mine for the next several months. While tropical windstorms were still present, I accompanied dozens of municipal workers to begin the daunting and monumental task that unfolded before us. The devastation was like nothing I had ever seen before. There were no cars, no people on the streets, no dogs barking, and no music playing. There was nothing, just a deafening silence and total darkness. One thing broke the terrifying stillness of those early hours. It was the pain, the sorrow, and the anguish 
of those whose lives were now a mere memory, buried underneath the rubbish and the debris. The San Juan and the Puerto Rico that I knew and loved were there no more. Those charged with the responsibility to come to our aid failed us. A much-needed, timely, and robust supply chain of aid, of essentials like water, food, and medicine, took too long to get off the ground. Rather than leadership at the highest places, we faced a general lack of urgency and a dismissive attitude. Neglect started taking its toll, and people were suffering the consequences. We were dying, and they were killing us with bureaucracy and inefficiency. I had to answer that fundamental question. What was I prepared to do to unmask and denounce this atrocity? There was but one thing I could do. Raise my voice and bring attention to the humanitarian crises brought upon by those treating us as if our lives did not matter. I did what I had to do, and I will do it again and again in every day of my life. I told the inconvenient truth on the hopes that someone would listen and our suffering and the violation of our human rights would end. And boy, did they listen. The Puerto Rican diaspora and the American people from all walks of life opened their hearts and went and reached places where others said they couldn't get to. Latino people all over the world answer the call. Many of you may have encountered that what are you prepared to do moment. Oprah would call it that aha moment. You have had to make the choice of standing up and speaking up, no matter what the consequences, or standing down and play along and becoming an accomplice to a false narrative. Look around. Really, look around the world we live in. It is filled with violence, discrimination, poverty, and injustice. The question is, what are we prepared to do to change this world? What will you do to ensure that people all over the world have a chance to thrive and not only survive? Complaining about it will not change much. You must get out there, fight, and make that change. Fight for what you believe in, no matter if the odds for success are against you. For when you fight against hate and discrimination, you may not accomplish everything you set out to do, but I guarantee you, as Congressman Lewis knows all too well, you will never fail. Fight for what you believe in, even if it seems that those standing before you are way more powerful than you are. Believe me, they may try to put you down, they may try to shut you up, but make no mistake, they will fail. For if truth and fairness are on your side, a more equitable and progressive society is sure to follow. If you want a new world, one where we put health before wealth, and we allow every human being access to quality health care, make it happen. Be fearless, stand up, and be counted. If you believe that children everywhere have a right to schools rid once and for all from gun violence, you must demand that sensible gun control laws are enacted now. For something is wrong when it takes months of evaluations and a whole lot of paperwork to get into college, but you can buy an assault rifle with little paperwork in just a few minutes. You want change? Be fearless, stand up, and be counted. If you believe that we should be tearing down the walls of discrimination instead of building walls of bigotry, if you believe in keeping families together rather than tearing them apart, if you believe that education is a great equalizer and that all efforts must be made to continue to make education affordable for all, if you believe in creating a workforce where women are judged by their contribution in the boardroom and not forced and harassed, to endure unwelcome advances, if you believe in dreamers and their right to have their dreams come true, if you believe that love is love 
and that we all should have the right to choose who we love. If you believe that ending poverty should be at the top of the list of things to fight for, then by all means, be fearless. Stand up and be counted. I know that you will not be alone in this fight, for even your journey to make it here today has been paved by others. I am the great-granddaughter of a sugarcane plantation worker. My grandmother was the first one in her family to learn to read and write, and my parents mortgaged their home twice, twice, so that I could come to this prestigious institution and get an education and do better for myself than they did for themselves. And by coming here, not only did I receive the gift of an outstanding education, but I learned something that shaped me forever. Look around. Really now, look around. Look around and see the diversity amongst us. Embrace it. Really, this is the world Boston University has put before you. One word diversity is seen as something to embrace and to build on. A world where love and acceptance are stronger than hate and intolerance. For you tolerate what you do not consider to be equal, but you accept the differences that we embrace. This is the world that Boston University has given you these past years. The fight ahead will not come without risks and sometimes will take a toll on you. We may despair, but we can never give up. For me, the fight continues. For you see, eight months after Hurricane Maria, there are still thousands of people in Puerto Rico without water or electricity. 500,000 without a safe roof on their heads. Our human rights continue to be violated while we fight reduction of pensions, closing of schools, massive migration, privatization, and the burden of colonialism. We must collectively answer the question, what are we prepared to do to change the course of the world we live in? The answer will no doubt be a challenge, but I assure you, we are all up to the task. For many of you, SBU alumni, the fight may just be beginning. Your job as Boston University alumni is to ensure that the world out there becomes one where, in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, a Boston University alumni himself, and I quote, we learn somehow to li live with each other in peace. May you have enough love in your heart to fight the good fight. May you have enough strength in your soul to stand up and be counted. May you work together to usher a new era of equality. Be uncompromising, relentless, unapologetic, but above all, stand up, be fearless, and be counted. Let's all go out there, change the world, make it a better place. I cannot wait to do that with you. Thank you very much, and God bless you all.
Please be seated. Let us pray. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God, for God is love. We give thanks this morning for the love in this place, the love we have for our graduates, the love that brought them here, the love that guides and sustains them, the love that comforts and upholds them, the love of parents and siblings and family and friends, the love of faculty and staff and leaders, and the love of peers and companions and mentors. Having loved so deeply, may those who graduate today know love to the end. May they persevere in love in the face of obstacles and challenges. May they endure in love amidst rejection and loss. May they love as they have been loved. May they redeem the world by keeping the commandments of love. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your strength, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Gandhi said, with those who say God is love, God is love. Yet, though God may be love, God is truth above all. If it is possible for the human tongue to give the fullest description of God, then God is truth. Boston University is an institution, a place, and an ethos dedicated to the pursuit of truth, and so to the pursuit of God. May our graduates shed forth the truths they have learned here into the land and across the globe, May they continue in the pursuit of truth, preparation for which journey they have received here to the ends of the earth. May they declare the truth that truth is incompatible with violence, that truth is incompatible with hate, that truth is incompatible with injustice, that truth is incompatible with ignorance, And as we remember on this Feast of Pentecost, that the Spirit of truth will guide you into all the truth, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And having been set free, you will be free indeed. But as Dr. King reminds us, we are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. We cannot be free alone. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. And so injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. May our graduates live truth and live love in lives of justice. May learning, virtue, and piety guide them in struggle and sacrifice that they may let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. May those who graduate from Boston University this day perpetually remember, regardless of vocation or career or life path, that God has told you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. This year, 2018, we commemorate the life and legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., 50 years after his assassination. And we remember that he taught us that the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. And yet, these three are one. Love, truth, and justice are not three independent aspirations, but a single principle of life. On this day of commencement, may we commence with love. 
may we commence with truth, may we commence with justice into singular lives together in a great world house in which we have to live together, black and white, Easterner and Westerner, Gentile and Jew, Catholic and Protestant, Muslim and Hindu, a family unduly separated in ideas, culture, and interest, who, because we can never again live apart, must learn somehow to live with each other in peace. And so let us remember that life is short, and we do not have too much time to gladden the hearts of those who walk the way with us. So be swift to love, and make haste to be kind. Amen.
On this day of commencement, may we be aim to be virtuous in our endeavors, thankful for past, present, and future learning opportunities, and pious to the values that we uphold here at Boston University. May we ground ourselves in gratitude to all those who guided and supported us on this journey. And may we find new ways of being, building, and living with the tools we have gained here. Amen.